hello family okay so it's a blissful sunday on your most podcast channel the lifestyle gallery so by popular request i get to start a new series on the beatitudes and this is going to be a sunday series so we take it week by week and we take the beatitudes one after the other per weeks okay so today i get to do the introduction on the beatitudes from the gospel according to matthew chapter 5 and for introduction's sake let's just do the first two verses so that next week we'll start with the real beatitude so i'm reading matthew chapter 5 the first two verses from the new king james version please let's listen to the word of god and seeing the multitudes he went up on a mountain and when he was seated his disciples came to him then he opened his mouth and taught them saying permit me to read again and seeing the multitudes he went up on a mountain and when he was seated his disciples came to him then he opened his mouth and taught them saying family it is important for us to note for the sake of this discourse that Jesus Christ was previously with multitudes that followed him from Galilee, Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and beyond the Jordan. And we can find this in Matthew chapter 4, verse 25. So he left the multitude and went on a mountain. So there on a the mountain, his disciples came to him. So it is important to note that Jesus Christ did not teach the Beatitudes with the multitudes. He taught the Beatitudes with the disciples. Have you ever wondered why he decided to teach the Beatitudes with the disciples? Meanwhile, earlier he was with the multitude and he could have taught the, the whole people and would have made a great impact. Let me know if you have answers to this. But to me, I believe that the multitude wouldn't have understood the Beatitudes. And there are some information that it takes relationship to get. It takes a personal relationship to get. Please, I hope you all understand at this level. Great. Imagine the disciples didn't go to Jesus Christ. What happens to the Beatitudes? Long story short, Jesus Christ, or let's say God, deals with everyone personally. See, God is not too complicated. He actually knows your level and he knows 
the information that you need so he won't give you information that you can't digest because he knows that it will be a waste of time or it will be too burdensome for you so if you are not too going in our christian journey there are certain things that god won't reveal to you i hope you are getting this so it takes growth it takes seclusion it takes a personal relationship with god to be able to know deep things of god please i hope you understand so you're a christian and how many times do you go to god to talk to him how many times do you have an encounter with jesus christ how many times do you yearn for wisdom from god the disciples went to jesus christ how many times do you go to jesus christ how many times do you feed on the word of god for spiritual growth so that you'll be given greater insight into the word of god so for introduction into the beatitude i just want us to get this very bit that you receive whatever pay your growth in christ what you receive is as a result of your personal relationship with god so if you want to understand very deep things or if you want to get more intimate with the wisdom then you have to be more closer to jesus christ if you are among the crowd trust me you just see signs and wonders but you don't get to know god for yourself but when you get out from amongst them and you enter into the circle of 12 the circle that yearns to know christ more trust me you know god for yourself and you experience his glory on a whole different dimension so this is something i'm leaving you for the week so that as we delve into the real beatitude you'll be praying to god more you'll be talking to him more that he helps you he he helps you to shape you so that by next week you'll be so prepared for the beatitudes please leave your comments and your questions have a blissful sunday and please maintain a constant relationship with god being in the crowd is okay but being in the 12 is better stay blessed family and see you next week peace out hey family so i send you warmest greetings from the lifestyle gallery to you my most cherished listeners okay i hope 
you all had a great week nice okay so as promised last week i said we were going to deal with a series on the beatitudes on matthew chapter 5 okay so last week we happened to have the introduction to the beatitudes that captured the first one and two the verses one and two yeah so a brief summary we do right great so we talked about jesus leaving the multitudes and going to the mountain and then his disciples came to him and he taught them saying yeah so if you really want to know about the introduction and you've not listened to the introduction episode i would humbly encourage you to go back to the introductory episode so that you're able to get this very well right so we continue today's episode on the verse 3 of matthew chapter 5 yeah so in matthew chapter 5 verse 3 is blessed are the poor in spirit for this is the kingdom of heaven blessed are the poor in spirit for this is the kingdom of heaven amen okay so when we talk about poverty or the state of being poor what comes to your mind I think generally what clicks is the lack of resources or cash to live a quality life, right? Great. And we know poverty is relative according to the state of the person involved. Yeah, so what I deem to be poverty might actually not be poverty to someone. And the opposite is true, all things being equal. So, if the Bible says, the poor in spirit, what comes to your mind? If you relate it to the general poverty that we know, then being poor in spirit means lacking something in the spirit or in the spiritual and when we talk about the spirit it's really about our relationship with the holy spirit you know when christ was leaving his disciples he told them that he wasn't going to leave them as orphans but then he was going to send forth the comforter who is the holy spirit who will teach them into all truth so their body of the present day Christian is the Holy Spirit. So as disciples of Christ, if we really want to be like Christ, because we no longer see him in person, it is imperative that we have a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit to teach us to lead or to live like Jesus. Please, I hope we all understand. Great. So that is what the spirit means. In the spirit means having 
a personal knowledge of Christ and his comforter that is the Holy Spirit okay great so if someone is poor in the spirit then it means that the person lacks something with relation to the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives as Christians okay how do you get the Holy Spirit by being baptized with the Holy Spirit okay and what are some of the works of the Spirit you only know the will of God you only activate or quicken the Spirit through the Word of God and through books Christian books that quicken your spirit and spiritual music gospel music that also quickens the spirit right so when you are poor some when someone is poor okay the person actually relies on someone for survival okay so when you're poor there are poor people who happen to be at orphanages or happen to be at places where people are responsible for their living right so we see people who are on the street begging for food for money so that they are able to live their life right so they depend on something okay we all as human beings depend on food for survival right great so we eat and drink water so that you are able to live healthy okay likewise um, when we say someone is poor in the spirit the person actually relies on something for survival and here in this case the reliance on God for survival how do you rely on God through his word through his word okay reliance means like you are totally dependent on the thing right and the thing has an impact in your life okay so if it doesn't work it affects you some way somehow right so total dependence on God that without him you are nothing right without him you cannot live and that is what poor in the spirit means you know human beings sometimes our normal selves like would make you feel that yo you can do this on your own but when you're poor in the spirit it always pricks your mind that i cannot do this without god so you commit every little aspect of your life to christ please you get it so the food you eat the water you drink where you step your foot when you're about to sleep if you're going for a meeting if you're sitting in the car anything that you do you commit it to god as though if he does not approve of it you cannot do it you understand so blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of god so you know back in the scriptures 
we hear Jesus Christ saying, let the children come to me and do not hinder them from coming for these are the people that the kingdom of God is for the king for they are the ones the kingdom of God is for I'm paraphrasing this great so how does a child act with regards to their parents okay so when a child wants to pee he goes to the mom or dad when he wants to drink he goes to the mom or dad when he wants to eat every single thing he actually goes to the mom or dad when you reprimand a child okay you beat the child this minute the next minute the child will come back to you for you to comfort him or her that is how our work with god is supposed to be like in every way that we live we are supposed to live it in obeisance to god we are supposed to live our lives with god being the master controller of our lives okay so we have this institution that says god as ceo we know who a ceo is so if god happens to be your ceo that means that you are actually surrendering all that entails in your life to the supremacy of god and that is what someone who is poor in the spirit does right so you surrender every aspect of your life to the supremacy of god you see yourself to be weak for god to strengthen you you see yourself to be poor for god to show forth his wealth and worth and resources in you so today this is the message that we all want to enter into the kingdom of god as christians but are you poor in the spirit you should reflect on this and begin to sit down and ask yourself in what ways have i dealt with my life as though i own my life how many times have you done things that you felt as though you own your life how many times how many times have you slept without praying to god to protect you you feel that it is actually a normality for you to sleep and wake up yeah most of us do that how many times have you committed your day to the hands of god how many times how many times have you skipped your devotion because you're late for work most of us do that okay but you have to let god know that he has a place in your heart he has a place in your life and this place is not the second place to your phone it's not a second place to your friend it's not a second place to your work but you hold him as the topmost priority of your life in fact what do you have 
that is not God who gave to you? And what can you give that is not God who gave to you? He says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and day that dwelleth therein. So if you want to possess the inheritance of the earth, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to be poor in spirit. You're supposed to depend on God, on his will for your life. So this week, I entreat all of us to start by letting God know that we have wronged him big time. There are so many days that we lived our lives as though it was ours. Let us apologize to him for days that we lived as though we created ourselves. And then let us pray to God that in this week, we want to see a change. He should help us. That is why he left us with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit should help us to quicken our mortal beings, to come to the realization that without God, we are nothing. Let us pray to God that in this week, we want to remain faithful to him. We want to remain faithful to his word. That every step that we take, we shall commit it to his hands. And let us see how beautiful our lives will be this week. Try this. If you really want to be in the kingdom of God, you really have to be poor in spirit. We have learned so much about being poor in the spirit. God is able to do everything for us, to provide us with everything, only if it is in his will. Do you know the will of God for your life? Begin to search if you haven't and try as much as possible to maintain a relationship with God this week. And give me feedback how this week went in your pursuit to be poor in spirit. Please send messages, your comments and questions, your additions to this very episode. I'll come your way, God willing, next week with Matthew chapter five verse four until i come your way next week i say be good commit your ways to god try so much to be poor in spirit pray often and maintain a relationship with god stay blessed i pray for you that may this week be a blissful week for you that may everything that you touch flourish in the name of jesus that even as you yearn to maintain a relationship with god god himself will show you his favor and grace in everything that you do if there's a project you're working on your personal business your work may god exude his grace and favor upon all of these so that by the end of the week you shall have a testimony the lord bless you and keep you the lord make his face shine upon you and may he 
be glorious unto you today till next week sunday stay safe shalom peace bye bye